From the PSIA, AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and very excited to be visiting with Dusty Dyer this evening. And uh, Dusty, first of all, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Oh, thank you for having me. This is exciting. I enjoy this time. Now, you've got uh, Interski coming up in right at three weeks now, isn't it? It is coming right around the corner. Yeah, I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to hold on to February. February is going to last for another month for me. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is. It's right around the corner. Getting excited. We, uh, the Alpine team, a week ago, we got together and all of us. It was really neat that all 15 of us were together along with coaches, um, and got to spend most of four days together, um, which was really neat, you know, because we, we rarely actually get to ski together as a team. You know, we talked about stuff over the phone and over what, you know, um, FaceTime and all that, but we don't always get to spend time skiing together. So it was, it was neat to, to have that opportunity and to practice and, um, get, get to the point where we can hopefully show, um, you know, show, show some of our skills in, in a, in a formation that the inner ski, wants to see it and you know i think uh we're, we're going with a little bit of when in rome yeah. that mentality like all right you know we, we don't do a whole lot of synchro all the time but we'll we'll get together and try to make some passes that that highlight some some skiing together as well as some of the skills that we want to present so that was neat no so i'm excited about getting over there of course i'm nervous <laughs> Ski in front of the world anything you're especially looking forward to Looking forward to you in Bulgaria. Yes. Um, I mean, as simple as I've never been to Europe. And so going, going, going across the Atlantic will be my first. And that'll be, I'm very excited about that opportunity, uh, getting over there and um, I'm starting to learn more, more internationally how, how everything is. You know, over the last three years, I think I've had a pretty good opportunity to get across our country. I've, I've been to all of the divisions. Um, and, and done something and, and getting an idea of who we are as, uh, as PSIA ASI. And, um, I'm excited to go get a little more international perspective of this profession. Well, I'm sure looking forward to talking with you while we're over there. And, uh, yeah. this evening we were really going to focus on, uh, tips that you have for us to ski the steeps better, as well as some things we can do to teach skiing the steeps better um you're based in crested butte so you have quite a bit of steeps uh i do i do have an opportunity to to have less service steep terrain to ski in um some more wide open and some a lot tighter and so i have the opportunity to to take guests and other instructors into that train pretty regularly it's pretty fun so what are some things we can do to, I mean, what do you think number one problem is uh, all of a sudden just fear? You know, um, definitely con controlling your anxiety and, and uh, the, the cognitive effective side of, of skiing in that terrain is, is, is a very large impact for sure as, as we ski in that environment, you know, and I, I would definitely spend, um, uh, as as somebody would would personally go into that terrain, you know, try to um, realize the skills that you have, and 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 apply them. Um, 
the, some of the stuff that, that I definitely do push and coach while skating terrain is there's, there's efficient ways to do things and there's effective ways to do things. And, and we talk about the differences, you know, and ideally we try to get those two to come together. Uh, and there are times that we, that we're okay, that we're not efficient at all, but we're effective. And so, uh, that those are, those are things that, that if you're, as you go in that train, that it's okay, you know, as a, as a skier or rider to get in that terrain and, and start using, you, you know, using more of the, you know, some, you know, big hops or jumps or, um, stepping and things like that, that all gets the job done. Let's say if you're in a tight corridor and you're facing a rock and there's a tree right behind you and you gotta make a turn, you know, it's okay to jump in the air and turn your skis 180 degrees and land again. Um, cause that gets the job done. Uh, you know, and oftentimes when we're on groomers or as, as ski instructors, we talk a lot about like trying to stay on the snow and keep the skis working all the time, but that doesn't always work when you don't have room, right? Exactly. So, um, but I would say, you know, one of the biggest tips in, in, in steep terrain that, that I've been focusing on lately is to, is to avoid trying to build a high edge angle. Um, whether you're on, you know, either on skis or snowboard to, um, keep, keep the, the skis and board on a little bit flatter edge because the train itself will give you a high edge angle. So if you strive to keep a little bit flatter, you'll have more opportunity to turn and steer your equipment and, and maneuver yourself. Uh, if you get caught on high edge angles, your, your board, one, your board or boards want to carve and slice that snow. And that, that usually helps you accelerate. And then if we have a little bit flatter, flatter skis, we're able to, to scrub and brush and slip and steer uh, into that. And it helps us be very maneuverable uh, in that terrain. Um, Just by standing across, you know, if you're on a 45 degree slope and you're standing across it and you're standing vertically, you have quite a high edge angle. Um, And, you know, so that's usually the focus that we go, that I go with lately is, is how are you, how are you keeping yourself over your skis and letting yourself travel down the hill to keep, to keep the skis flatter so you can steer them moving from one turn to the next and, and creating some flow. And at 45 degrees, I mean, and of course your natural reaction would be to want to hug the hill, which would put those skis at a huge edge angle. Exactly. Um, and so that, you know, that's where, and that's where the, the mental part comes in, the understanding of, you're okay or building people um uh, on like moving from from a groom steep run to an ungroom similarly steep run to um slowly getting it steeper or or possibly adding other things in the way because typically it's the vision and perspective that people will will see that will that will cause fear and 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 get people to move back and inside away from the train that they're on um, and that, and that's the zone that we're really trying to avoid, you know, when, 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 um, we have this theory that as humans, we live inside our helmets and everything from our neck down is an appendage almost. And, and when we become a little bit fearful or we don't like something, we move our head away from that and in steep terrain, or if you're in a shoot or there's uh, a perspective of something below you don't like, we, we as humans typically move our head up the hill and back inside, which then creates what we just talked about, that high edge angle, 
hard to get your skis or, or snowboard to slip or maneuver in, in that steep terrain. Um, and then it becomes a little bit dangerous if we start moving back and our skis go out from underneath us and we start sliding. So um, definitely do, do talk about like where, where it's okay to have ourselves, you know, and it's okay to put your head over your skis. And I do a lot of coaching of, of where, of where our, our, our head and our helmet end up to stay over our base of support. And um, then the body and legs usually come along with us. Now, a bunch of questions for you, Dusty, but I, I want to step back just a minute okay. because you were talking about uh, how, you know, it's really based on our skills because I was thinking, you know, that very flat first time on skis when a, a beginner starts to slide, that's terrifyingly steep when they don't know how to stop. So what do we consider steep? Hmm. <laughs> You know, that, that your, your statement right there is the answer that's in the eyes of the beholder. Right. Um, and that, you know, it's kind of this neat thing, you know, that I've been looking at is each, you know, each person has their own perspective of what's what, if you, if you show up to our mountain and you're taking a steeps clinic, uh, that means that you're, you're going to be going out on the double diamond terrain. Um, typically between, you know, 30 to 50 degrees slope as a first timer, like you said, the, you know, the, the sense of control typically dictates that. So if you're on a uh, carpet or, or the first time beginner train and you, you don't have a sense of how you can turn or stop or, or manage yourself, that, that is steep terrain because you're struggling to be on that for sure. Um, once you would get to what we would just, you know, determine a, a, a steep or an extremes clinic. Um, you know, we, we're, we're looking for something, you know, we're looking for skills that, that exist in that you're, you know, you're making parallel turns. You've, you know, you, you understand uh, the relationship of, of edging rotation and, and some pressure. You, you most, you can most of the time spend using your whole ski and you can get your skis to pivot and turn back and forth at at a decent rate, make very sized turns, and and to some degree, you understand um, the difference between slipping and carving. Um, are some of the you know some of the basic skills that we look for to to build before entering um, the steeper terrain. And then as, as we get into steeper terrain, it it's a similar thing. I think that that affects people that that creates that fear is the 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 acceleration. You know, that first timer when they first start sliding down the hill, their, their skis continue to accelerate until they get to the point that that, that that pitch will hold, you know, and people don't know what that point is unless they spend time there. And so your first time around skis don't know how, how much you will continue to accelerate on the train you're on until, you know, until they reach it and then spend some time and then they become more comfortable with that. Like, Oh, I get this. I can straight run within 10 feet. I'm not going to continue to accelerate. I'll be going the same speed for the remainder of this whole thing. Or, if like, you know, a lot of our nation has had lately a lot of new snow and you're in that beginner train, it's like, oh, I can't go anywhere because there's so much snow. Um, same thing happens once you once you get on steeper terrain. Um, as as somebody moves from what they're currently comfortable skiing to the to the next pitch up, that acceleration, there's an unknown of how how much will this continue to accelerate before before it flattens out and comfort with what kind of speed. Um, that, that's definitely a piece. So dusty, I, I, yeah. I love skiing steeps, but, and 
Tell us what to do when we have a student who has definitely got the skills to get out and ski the steeps. They want to ski double black. And uh, you get them out onto the hill, and they freeze. Okay. So when you, when you end up with people who you know have the skills, and they get on the train, and, and they do, they freeze up, or um, the, their emotions take over, and, they, be, and they, they climb up, grab, hold the snow, sit down, um, their survival instincts take over, whatever, whatever you see happen, you, you, you really got to assess similar to how, you know, how we, we push in, in, in our country here as, as, as a very guest service teaching model is to, is to find the root of what, what it is that's creating them to freeze up. Um, is the, is it a perspective that, um, you took them to, you took them somewhere that when they look down, it's so vast and so steep that they're like, there's no way. Like I look way, way down there, you know, they, um, you know, some of the big mountains through our country, you know, have thousands of feet of vertical on very steep terrain. Um, you know, now other places are shorter. So searching for what that, for what that perspective is, why did that person freeze up? Um, it is part of the, is part of your search. That's part of your, uh, assessment of who this student is. Uh, to, if you're in the terrain and, and you need to move them out and you need to figure out how to get them out, I think that you, you go ahead and you give them per, a lot of permissions. Like, it's okay to traverse. It's okay to, to sideslip this whole thing. Uh, part, of, part of being in that terrain is, is understanding it, is touching it, is being around it. So, if they get up in, in something that's very, very steep, maybe it's maybe they were doing pretty good on like maybe an open bull that was pretty steep double diamond. Then all of a sudden you put it in a narrow chute that may have rocks on either side. Their their perspective changed and there's something there that, that affects them and they feel like they don't have the space to make a turn or something. So you got to search for that, but give them permission. That's okay. Let's just side slip. Put yourself in a position that, that makes it safe for them. Get yourself, you know, close in proximity and, um, you know, remain calm. And, you know, at no point do you want to ever force and start yelling or, um, and get very emotional with people because then obviously that'll, that'll trigger defensive responses and it'll make the situation worse. So you stay calm, you stay encouraging, uh, you remind them of the skills that they have along with permissions of, okay, let's just side slip this and and give them that that chance to be there uh oftentimes if if you do have that person completely clam up and you have opportunity to either traverse traverse it and um find a find a spot that to them is visually less intimidating to make a turn and maybe traverse it again to just be in the train to feel it and then and then side slipping i think is a big one i have a client i do with regularly that we end up in train that she's chasing her family and she wants to be with them, but they always go to, you know, they always looking for that next step and she's happy with the previous step. So when we get to that next step, she's like, I hate this, but she wants to be with her family so much. She's willing to go there. And so we spend a lot of time getting her to just work and side slip and figure out how to work with the train that they're on. I think are, are steps that I use. And, you know, and there's, there's so many different ways to, to play that psychology game. But uh, those are a couple that, that can get you started for sure. So it's good teaching in an adrenaline filled situation. (laughs) 
that that's that's it, right? You know, and and the neatest thing about skiing is every step of the way of the way can create that similar excitement and that that thrill, you know. And um, you know, the the several now our, our new teaching still for sports manual and um, other other books that are in the PSA library from independent authors really speak to this, you know, like bringing somebody to to the the height of their excitement without blowing them up, you know, like don't, don't push them so far that, that, that they, they go all the way down on the Maslow scale to just safety and security. Like I am unsafe and I'm not secure and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm stopping to like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm nervous, but, but I still trust you and I'm still going to try. Um, you know, and so we're working, working that line and that comes a lot from assessment and, and spending time with people. Uh, you know, sometimes, you're given a steep lesson the first thing in the morning and you head up and maybe you have somebody who's talking really big game and you end up there. You know, there's definitely, definitely have places on, on your mountain where you have your low assessment run somewhere that, that creates a little bit of exposure, but is an easy exit. Put them on that. How, how do they emotionally handle it? If they're fine, then you can keep stepping up. If they blow up on that, then you know that you need to make some steps to get them back up to, to that kind of terrain or, or find some stuff that's just a step down that still meets their needs and their desires. Dusty, anything you want to add in conclusion? Uh, no, I just appreciate the chance to chat with you. And, um, you know, safety is always the, the most important part and um, keeping, you know, keeping people within their, you know, within their abilities, you know, there are often people that, their skills don't always match what their risk is. You know, and there, there are people out there that consider them, you know, consider their risk acceptance, their abilities and um, managing and balancing that I think is possibly one of the most difficult things I'll, you'll do is if somebody who you're afraid for their skills, but is happy as can be trying to go super fast and be in steep terrain and jumping off of stuff. And so figuring out how to, build skills is, is definitely a, and, and worth the effort to, to help them be safer with their enjoyment of our mountains. Well, Dusty, thanks so much for joining us on First Chair. It's been great chatting with you. Hey, thank you, George. It's good to hear from you. I look forward to doing it again. From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.